Are you tired of shaving? Are you tired of shopping for blades? Yes, Are you for your husband. Tired of spending way too much money for crappy blades that yes. pop out and then you step on them in the shower? Yes. For There's your a better answer. Dollarshaveclub.com. It's like Netflix for shaving. You give them a couple bucks a month, they send you razors on a schedule. They send you the razor blades and the handle, and then you shave. And I don't have to go out and buy them? No, it's automatic. It's like Netflix. Do you have to return them? No, it's not that much like Netflix. So they're new. It's similar to Netflix, yes. You're not renting an old Jimmy Stewart razor. This is a new razor. They're sent to you in groups every month. Are there his and hers? Because you take my razors. Uh, You know what? There's only one place to find out if there are, and that is... Dollarshaveclub.com Shave your face. Do some manscaping. Be smooth and yummy. Manscaping, yes. All for pennies on the dollar. Don't be an idiot. Dollarshaveclub.com Welcome back once again. This is A Fork on the Road. I'm Mark DiCarlo, and next to me, the lovely, the talented, the very redheaded Yenny Alvarez, the traveling diva. I I love that you said that. Well, it's, it's, it's theater of the mind. Very redheaded. Very redheaded. Because there are some women, gingers, they call them now for some reason. Because no, I this guess is 6R. Redheaded is now a pejorative term. I don't know, but my friend John is Hotchkiss. It? Well, Hotchkiss calls himself a ginger. Everyone else just calls him a redheaded Jew from New Jersey. <laughs> but he calls himself a ginger. Ginger's kind of cute. I was always kinda more gay. of a Marianne. <laughs> but your hair is red. <gasps> rojo. Yes. It's very it's red. burgundy. It's 6R. You mean it's not natural? <laughs> this color does not appear in nature. Yeah, it does. Have you ever seen a cardinal, a bird? Not burgundy. No, that's true. This color. It's, the, it's the color of the royals, which means nothing to those of you that are actually listening to this, but just picture it in your mind. The traveling diva with flaming red hair. Flaming! And a dueling scar down her cheek. This is Fork on the Road. We've talked to all kinds of people. We've been all over the country. Every week we are here telling you everything you need to know about travel, about food, about festivals, about way to save money when you travel, how to book your travel. We tell you where to go when. Because you could have a great time in Chicago if you go during the summer. If you go in January, you're on your own. You can have a great time in Miami. Yes, anytime. Well, in the summer, it's a little sticky. It's fabulous in the summer. Are you kidding me? That's where people go from cold weather. Well, yeah, but it's too hot. You know, you can go to you can go to Telluride, but if you want to ski, you got to go during ski season. So we know uh, we know where to go when. And we also have a lot of funny people on the show, and that is the case today. From Dracula, Dead and Loving It, one of the stars of League of Their Own, Megan Cavanaugh, is going to be with us talking about her traveling show. She's uh, starring in a musical that's traveling around the country, and we're and gonna. And she ha- is so funny. She's hilarious. So you're gonna laugh. She may be. She may be the funniest woman I've ever met. Hmm. She's certainly in the top five. She cracks me up. Easily top five. So Megan Cavanaugh is going to be joining us in a bit. We're also going to be talking about traveling with your pets. Yay! Uh, Summertime. What to do. How to do it, you know? How to do it. You have to know how to do it. Someone's got to take care of them. We're going to give you uh, some insights on how to handle finding a place to go with your pet, finding people to stay home with your pet. We're going to tell you everything you need need to know about your pets. And we're going to talk to a world-famous pet psychic to find out if when you travel, it messes up your pets. Pet psychic? Well, yeah, baby. How would would it be for you if I just left 
and didn't come back for two weeks and didn't tell you where I was going. It would be... You'd be beside yourself. Very clean and nice and quiet really? in the house. Really? Yeah. Maybe I cannot... Every time I get on the plane, by the time I land, there's a weeping message from you on my phone. I miss you so So don't give me that shit. Uh, Isn't that that weepy? No, it's not totally weepy. Weepies are the calls at night, but like in the afternoon, you're just sad. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about some festivals that are going around the country this weekend. So we have lots to talk about. Before we do that, we want to thank our sponsors, the good folks at EnviroTabs. If you're going to be going on a road trip this summer, you want to save money on gas. Easy way to do that, get yourself some EnviroTabs. Little tabs that you drop in the tank of your car, they cost about $2 and they'll save you 15%. On your gas mileage. It'll increase the gas mileage of any car, diesel or regular, by 15%. Cleans your fuel injectors, makes you burn your gas cleaner. I've been using this product over a year. I'm getting better gas mileage than I get without it. It's a great product. It's cheap. Give it a shot. You can find out more about it and order some at markdecarlo.com. Just click on the Road Raves tab and you'll learn all about EnviroTabs. We want to thank them. Also, uh, the good folks at Vivitar, they're supplying us with a new underwater camera. Cam- That's the exciting part. This is exciting. It's a camcorder. We're running a contest, which runs out on the 4th of July. All you have to do is you listen to the whole podcast. Then at the end, you... Tweet be- the names you of gotta the people be a follower. Our, our guests. you got to follow me. I'm at Mark DiCarlo on Twitter. So then you just tweet the names of the people that appeared on the show. And everyone that sends me a correct tweet will be entered into the contest. You can enter once a week. Yeah, and make sure to, to uh, let us know, hashtag a fork on the road, so that we know that, you know, this right, is that's your how you interest. enter. Yeah, this is your uh, entry into the contest. So you would, you would tweet at Mark DeCarly and you'd say, hash mark, a fork on the road. Today, your guests hashtag. were. Hashtag, right. Hash mark. I like that. That's, that's what we used to call it branding, back in the branding. day. Uh, a fork on the road, and then you list the guests that were on the show, and then you tweet it to me, and then we know that and you're we're listening. Easy. You can, you know, you can list. Right. You, you can, can al- say first name, second name, yeah. Right. Also, if you're, if you're, again, if you're looking to do a road trip this summer, you need my book. It's called, strangely enough, a fork on the road. 400 Cities, One Stomach. It's all about my travels around the country. It'll tell you places to go and the best places to eat. And it has funny stories. Yeah. So it's a great book. You can also get a copy, a signed copy of that at my website, which is markdecarlo.com. So a you, signed copy. Right. That's sexy. Well, I didn't say who was going to sign it. Someone will sign it. <laughs> I'll sign it. So you can pick that up at markdecarlo.com. You can also learn about tabs by going to markdecarlo.com and clicking on the Road Raves tab. But right now it's time to start the show. We're in the I can't believe we're already in the middle of summer. I know. Ju- June is half gone. Yay. Man, I take a nap and my birthday month is half over. <laughs> we're in the middle of summer. Now, if you know me, you know that I love to go to music festivals and um the Jazz Fest is great. Taste of Chicago is great. There's another big fest that's coming on this weekend down uh, south of Nashville. It's about an hour south of Nashville. It's called Bonnaroo. If you haven't heard of Bonnaroo, it's like Jazz Fest for ultra hippies because it's literally out in the middle of nowhere and you have to camp, which is why we're not going there because yes. the traveling diva doesn't camp. I am the traveling diva, not the traveling hobo. Traveling <laughs> 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 hobo, that sounds like a country no. record, doesn't it? Not happening. No. So you have to go. It's like Burning Man, the Bonnaroo thing. You have well, to see, go. I would do Burning Man, but I would do Burning Man with a big old camper. But that's not the way to do it. You go and you 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 live like a hippie for the weekend or the week, whatever it is. My idea of camping and living like a hippie is living out of a suitcase. But I need a place to lay down that, that you know, I don't want to 
cohabit with scorpions. When in Rome, baby, when you go to Burning Man, going in an RV you don't is camp cheating. In Rome. Well, not anymore. But you, you, I think when you go places, that's why we always go to mom and pop shops and, and we, we try and patronize the local people. You want to really get a flavor of wherever you happen to be. And if you're going to Bonnaroo or you're going to Burning Man, you pitch a tent and you camp because that's what everybody does. You always want to pitch a tent. <laughs> Sometimes. I don't camp. I don't know whether you want to or not. It just happens. I can't. I, I don't you're camp. complaining? No camping. All right. No well, complaint. anyways, the, if you go to Bonnaroo, you pretty much have to camp because it's a good hour outside of Nashville. But it is a great festival. Uh, it's been going on, uh, I'm going to say six, maybe 10 years at this point. And a lot of great, they have a great lineup this year. Listen to the people that are playing. It's a two day festival, June, th- uh, three day festival, rather, this weekend, June 13th, 14th. 15th and 16th. The website is bonnaroo.com. B-O-N-N-A-R-O-O. Here are the people that are playing. This might convince you that you want to actually go camping. Paul McCartney, you remember him from a little band called Wings? (laughs) That was Linda McCartney's band. Mumford and Sons, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Bjork, Wilco, R. Kelly, Wu-Tang Clan, Daniel Tosh. So it's a mix of comedy and music. The National, the Lumineers, David Byrne from the Talking Heads will be there. Passion Pit, Bob Saget doing his profane comedy. Very funny. Very profane. Um, He's funny. Rock and Soul Dance Party featuring Jim James, John Oates of Hall & Oates, Zigaboo Mouliste of The Meters. You know Zigaboo from New Orleans. Sure. Preservation Hall Jazz Band, uh, Ciro Baptista. We've got... um, Arze, uh, why do you say his name? RZA? Rizza? Arza? How do you say? Huh? Rizza? Rizza. Rizza. Uh, rapper who, oh, was, why, I don't know. who was hilarious two seasons ago on Californication. Oh! Remember with okay. the really hot See, girlfriend? Now you're talking my Yeah, Rizza, he was really, really funny. Uh, he's evidently a musician too. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, oh, I remember him. Ed Helms, Blues Crash Situation. Absolutely. Billy Idol, ZZ Top, David Cross, brilliant comedian. It goes on and on and on and on and on. Weird Al Yankovic and Paul McCartney playing the same gig. That's hilarious. Right? If, if someone had told you, just rolled up to you 20 years from now, 20 years ago, said, hi, I'm from the future. In 20 years, uh, Paul McCartney and Weird Al Yankovic are going to be co-headlining a festival in the woods you south would, of Nashville. Yeah, you're, going, nah, right? you're not a time traveler. No, you're just, you're, you're high on crack is what you are. <laughs> but no, it's true. It's finally come true. So you can find Trombo Shorty's going to be there. Why aren't we there? I want to go. When is it? It's it's the thirteenth or the sixteenth of June, but we have to camp. Oh yeah, that that's why we're not there. See, the yeah. downer of that is lots of times when you go to these music festivals, you're great, you're having a great time, you're getting your drink on, and then you go back to your room and you want to get a little. And no you're one, not going to get a little yeah, anything no, in, a, no. in camping. I know. No one wants a... What a, is that called? A tent? It's called a musty scupper is what it's called. Gross. You don't want... It's, it's just... Yuck, right? No. And you not in the tent. No, Sorry. You, you, I'm not a tent girl. No. And you can't really get it rinsed off well in the woods. <laughs> you can't. Let's not talk about that. No. It's nasty. So just... Uh, uh, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go to watch it. They're, they're doing a live stream on Ustream. Uh, so you can actually watch it. And on, you don't have to camp right. with it's, scorpions it's and the, snakes it's and not, tarantulas. Yeah, it's not the same. You tarantulas. Can, boom. Uh, you go to Ustream.tv and you can uh, find out about it. So that's a, it's a great festival this weekend. Bonnaroo, 
you fly to Nashville and then you're pretty much on your own. Get yourself a camp, or uh, make yourself a camp. Get a close hotel. No, it, it's too far away, and yeah. and the venue is so large you can't get in or out. You just got to go for the weekend and just, you know what? I guess it's just for people that are younger and more adventurous than you. Um, uh, what can I say to that? I like. Room you could service. just say zing. I, I got like you. showers, warm showers, and room service, and puppies. Don't leave out yeah, puppies. Puppies are cute. So that's what's going on uh, in Tennessee this weekend. Our first guest on the show is a friend of mine from way back. We did Second City together. She is now touring the country in her very own show. You probably remember her as Marla Hooch, the, quote, homely, unquote, switch-hitting superstar from A League of Their Own. She's the one, the only, the intentionally hilarious Megan Cavanaugh. It's Megan Cavanaugh. Megan! Megan Cavanaugh, welcome to A Fork on the Road. Happy to be there on A Fork on the Road, Marky DiCarlo. All right, now, so now, as I was saying just a moment ago, you're a famous movie star. Everyone knows you as Marla Hooch from uh, League of Their Own, Dracula, Dead and Loving It. You've done a billion things in your career. I remember her from uh, Men in Tights. Yeah, she was in that well, too. That was right. so funny. Oh, I would say you're one of the top funny five women I've ever met in my life, Megan. Well, Mark, I'm. Mark, why am I not number one? What's the deal? <laughs> well, you you know what? You might be actually. You might be. <laughs> Who's the competition? I don't know who the competition. Yeah, who are the other four chicks that are in the running? Um, Aaron is funny. Yeah, yeah, Aaron. Aaron Irwin Callahan's pretty funny. Uh, right. Yenny's pretty funny, but typically I'm not comedian. Funny. Not on purpose. I, yeah, I'm not. On she says funny right. shit, but she has no idea that she's being funny. So I'm not going to count that because mostly well, Nia. Nia's very oh, funny too. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Rose Abdu. All right. Rose Abdu. You're in the top five. You're Stop an, being a bitch for God's sake. <laughs> so you've worked. You've worked with John Lovitz. You've worked with Penny Marshall. You've worked with Mel Brooks. And now you're traveling the country, which is why we're talking to you with uh, a, a, a live musical called. Menopause, the musical. Tell us a little bit about this show. Isn't it for all audiences, Megan? Mark, it is for predominantly it's for women who are going through the change, but men like it too. No, they don't. And I've I've been. Um, <laughs> no, what they, did you say? No, they don't. The yeah, men, they the do. Men, you no, loved it. No, you loved it. Come on, you laughed your butt off. Yeah, but I was laughing. I was I was the only one laughing when I was laughing, and when everyone else was laughing, I was not laughing. I, I was laughing because you're because you could read a newspaper and make it funny. Well, God love you. But it, I am. Um, it is predominantly for uh, women of a certain age that are going through, going menopause. through menopause. That's correct, and um, and it's it's twenty six songs of um, that are uh, parodies of songs that we loved in the sixties and seventies, and a couple from the eighties, mm-hmm. and they're all um, geared toward. Uh, the change, women in the change, and it is very—it's a very funny show in that um, we make fun of so many symptoms and so many classic things that women go through at this age. Right, and um, and the audience just absolutely relates to it, and they their cheeks hurt and their ribs ache, and we've done our job, Mark. We've done our job. <laughs> you know what? You're entertained, <laughs> and you, you have great props. Right. What are, can you give That's me? Some, can you give me some of the song titles? Sure. Um, so instead of uh, Chain of Fools, it's Change of Life. 
um, change, change, uh, change, change right? of life. A little That's obvious. Correct. What else? And then there's, um, let's see. See, I don't remember the original songs. So let's see. Staying Awake ha. is now, no, I'm sorry. Staying Alive is now Staying, staying awake. awake. She really is fun, folks. Don't let, <laughs> don't let this, don't let this oh interview, don't let this interview oh. dissuade you. I'm saying top five, all time. All right. What's oh my god? What's the one uh, well, that you sing into the uh, the hand mic? Um, only you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yes. have a hand mic? Well, it's sort of the it's the it, I don't know if we should be talking about it because it's kind of a the piece or the songs of the of the whole show. But oh. um, there's a there's a singing to a microphone that is not a microphone. How, how, who's our audience? How, how, how crude can I be? You can say whatever can say the whatever fuck you want. want. Okay, so it's basically a vibrator and not a microphone. Ah. And the, the song is Only You. Only <laughs> You can make my world seem right. Only You can bring make the darkness light. Only You and You alone can fill me like you do. <laughs> Forget my man for now. It's Only You. Wow. So, Yep. So openly antagonistic to men. I'm not so sure that this show is... That's so not true. That is so not true. It's all about taking care of yourself. Right, so to speak. Right. And you don't need anybody to do it. You can do it yourself. Megan not anti-men. Who, who, is the, no. <laughs> who is the character that you play in this uh, epic? I play Earth Mother. There are four characters. There's professional woman, soap star, Earth Mother, and Iowa housewife. We're types, Mark. We're not people. We're not people with names. You're, you're, you're caricatures, types. really. Correct. Right. And um, and there are four women, and they meet at a uh, lingerie sale at Bloomingdale's, uh-huh. and they realize that what they have in common is menopause. And they're vibrators. And and they and vibrator, and they bond through that, and they um, take the audience on a journey of hilarity to. Taking care of ourselves at the end, yeah. so to speak. It's, it actually, no, it's a really funny show, and um, uh, to see Megan on stage doing it is classic. So doing it, well, uh, yeah, well, doing the show yeah. anyway, performing, performing, ah, performing, performing, right. uh, and right. you go all over the country, right? Is there a website? Yes, is there a website people can go to to see the yes, performance? Yes, absolutely. Schedule? Menopausemusical.com, mm-hmm. and if you click, I think it's like shows and venue, show venues or shows and tickets, it will take you to the uh, the page where all of the different towns that we're going to Great. will come up. All right. And um, I just I finished a tour of the South and um, had a, a great time. And I'm going to be going to the North East, you know, the East Coast, sorry, uh, New York, Massachusetts, New Hampshire um, in mid-July through August. So there you go, ladies out there in the Eastern Seaboard in Boston and New York. If you're just sitting around going, Jesus, I'm 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 going through the change. I wish there were a funny musical show that could tell me about the magical changes that are taking place in my body. Now there is. Yeah. Uh, and you get to see a real live movie star in the show. I I, I, I haven't reached the change, but um, I got a lot of the jokes, and I thought it was hilarious. It's also for younger women. I did. I laughed. I, I laughed all the way through the show. I, but I'm I'm giving 99 percent of the credit to Megan herself just because she's so funny. <laughs> oh, you're but a you know what? Well, listen, is, I, there's been audience members that have 
audiences of three generations of women in the audience, and all three generations have loved it. Right. It's you know what? It's no sillier than me and my dad and my brothers going to a Cubs convention and salivating over Ernie Banks and exactly. Fergie Jenkins. Right. It's just exactly. same same it's kind of thing. Exactly the same. All right. Well, so that's what you're doing. So you've been traveling pretty much nonstop the last two years. Let's talk about travel. Let's talk about your favorite cities, your your favorite meals, because, you know, it's summer. People are going to be packing up the car and going right. for uh, road trips. So let's talk uh, yeah. Let's talk about some of the, the favorite cities okay. that you'd never been to before and that you found out that you liked. What's your? Give me some of your favorite well, new cities and why. I'll tell you. Okay, I'll start at the beginning of our tour. In the beginning of our tour, we were in Bloomington, Illinois, and then we went to Cedar Rapids. And in Cedar Rapids, there is a theater there that we performed in that is so gorgeous. And they had just, they had um, uh, refurbished it from the flood that they had in, I forget, I think it was 2003. I could be wrong about the year. Mm-hmm. And um, they meticulously brought this old, gorgeous theater back to its uh, original, fabulous way that it was back in the day. And it is it's truly one of the most beautiful theaters I've ever been in, and of course, I even asked him the name of it, and I have to find the name of it very quickly because I don't know the name of it offhand. Um, and but I mean, the the architecture, the the detail in this place, incredible. So if there's anything going on in this theater, which is called, um, I'm so sorry, one moment, please. Um, you really should have been prepared for this, Megan. It's oh, very, for God's sake! Very unprofessional. Very unprofessional, Mark. What are you doing? Okay, wait. Oh, it's in such small writing. I have to get my glasses. See, now that's another thing we're talking about here. If I'm not applies to musical. you got to put you on your readers to see anything these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear about your travel. I want to hear about great experiences in different towns. What's the be- You just came back from the South. What's the best meal you had in the South? Oh, my God. Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Lisa's. And what, that made it, was, what made it so it great? It was the best barbecue I've ever had in my entire life. It was But so you, grew, you grew up in Chicago. There's some great barbecue in Chicago. You're saying there's better barbecue in Hattiesburg? Mark, this, this is where barbecue began, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And Lisa's is owned, she owns it with her brother and her sister, uh-huh. whom they make homemade pies. They have a smokehouse out back. It is unbelievable. I can't... I'm talking about it makes my mouth water so much. It, it, it is, it is by far the best barbecue, and every single person in town that we ever that we met was like, "Have you been to Lisa's?" Like it is, it's it's known, it's known. And the great thing is, like they're not even on the web. They're not. They have no, um, they have no marketing because they're just like this tiny little house back off this road. <laughs> so how do you and find you drive, it? If you're, if you're going through town, how do you find this place? You know what? We found it on our, our GPS. Okay. We, we, were, you know, we put it in there and we got it. How do you spell okay, it? The is name it of the Lisa's? Rapids, just for the record, uh-huh. the, the name of the theater is the Paramount Theater okay. in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> so this place, this place in Hattiesburg is called Lisa's? L-E-A P-H-A. Lisa's. Okay. All right. So barbecue. um, Good barbecue. What else? Barbecue. And then um, in Lake Providence, Louisiana, Mm. we went to a little place called The Dock and had the best bowl of gumbo and um, crawdaddies. It was the first time I ever had them. Oh, they're weird looking. Did you squeeze, (laughs) squeeze the tail and suck the head? 
I did not suck the head. I was too, oh, too much of a whim. No. You didn't suck the head. But I did eat the head. I, I did part. like peel it open like a shrimp. That's a shock that, that you would not suck the head. That's where all the delicious <laughs> juice is. <laughs> you know what? Folks, I believe Megan that that's probably true, but I did not do it. <laughs> See that 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 delightful emphysema laugh. That's Megan Kavanaugh. <laughs> oh God, love you. That's my years of smoking right there. Right, yeah, fake your fake cigarettes. Yeah. So it's uh, that that's and you know what? I think blindfolded, you could be anywhere in Louisiana and walk into a place just by your nose and have a great meal. Uh, where, that's very true. Where else have you been? Where else have you been that you enjoyed? Let's see, uh, Paducah, Kentucky. Paducah. Um, uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, uh, we went to Dothan, Alabama. We went to this great little place called the Blue Plate. Mm-hmm. Look at me. All my, all my things are about food. Did you notice that? Um, well, I yeah, you're traveling. You, you, you guys travel probably together in a bus or something, you and the we other do. actresses. We like a band, yep. And, and um, when you and, find you know, some I, great food. I tried everything, everything that was put in front of me, pretty much I tried. So I tried fried alligator. Mm-hmm. I tried um, fried pickles. Um, They'll fry anything in the South. Anything is, yeah, delicious. Did you have the Um, deep-fried Snickers or Twinkies? I did not get an opportunity to have either of those. If you go to like a fair or or like a 4th of July party in the South somewhere, you will get the opportunity. I've seen deep-fried Snickers, Twinkies, chocolate-covered deep-fried Oreos. um, Holy mother of God. Yeah, fried ice cream, fried fried. The, it, it's very popular in the wow. South. Yeah. Well, the, the pies at Lisa's, you know, made by her sister, mm-hmm. are um, she makes them at home and brings them in. They're, they're like unbelievable, of course. You know, you had, um, there was a coconut, there was a pecan pie that she made. It was freaking phenomenal. Sweet Jesus. Um, what would happen is somebody, if somebody at the table, everybody buys like their own thing and then we all taste. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, that's how I gained 10 pounds going through the South. So wait, you're traveling, <laughs> you're traveling with how many other women? Um, well, there's three other gals in the show, uh-huh. and then we have uh, our stage manager, our assistant stage manager, our company manager, our technical director, and the sound gal. But, so, and um, everyone's a then, woman? No, 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 no. So it's, it's about half and half. All right. uh, there's, there are like five, five gals and four, four guys. So, and, um, wh- and two of the guys driving the truck okay. with the set in it, so you- and then everybody else driving Road the van. Yeah, you're mostly hanging out with the woman, so uh, um, the other cast members. So, what? You, it takes you about twenty minutes to eat and about ninety minutes to split up the check. How does that work? <laughs> Always separate checks. Always. We sit down and we say hi. We're here, and I'm sorry, we got a bad news for you. We're going to be huge pains in your ass because we need <laughs> totally. separate checks for the entire table. You know what? Usually they don't can you care. S- can you taste the we spit in your meal? Anybody that rolled the ride, we just said, okay, that's fine. Uh, we're all great about it. Yeah. Uh, now, tell- in the South, if you were here in LA, they would say, "No, we can't do that." I'm too busy working on my screenplay. Um, <laughs> so now, when I was traveling for the Travel Channel, myself and my crew, we had tons of funny adventures off camera that you never saw on TV. That's a lot of what I wrote about in my book, A Fork on the Road. Right, right. I want to hear some of your funny, profane travel uh-huh. adventures. Because I know, I know, Megan. I know you, Megan. You like to get into trouble. You like having fun. I'm sure there's some shit that's gone down that it would be hilarious for our viewers to hear. Okay, since I stopped drinking, I don't think I have any. <laughs> Wrong move. Um, let me think. Let me think. Uh, well, I, I'll tell you. There were some. There were some 
wetter stuff that was freaky. Like, oh, that's right. We yeah, tell almost, me about that. We were almost in the tornado, the big, huge tornado and more. Um, we were we were traveling to uh, um, Bartlesville, Oklahoma, and this was just um, last week, right? It was a couple weeks ago. Two yeah, weeks it was, and that was freaking really scary. Um, we were we were traveling through, and the, the sky was just getting darker and darker and darker. And then um, in Shawnee, Oklahoma, which was really close to where we were driving through, they had had a tornado. Mm. Or they they had one as soon as like we got through there. Practically, they had it. And then um, so and then after that, we were <clears throat> when we the next day when we were actually in our uh, we went to the mall to watch The Great Gatsby during the day, and we were there and they. they do you, you get separate checks on the tickets, too? <laughs> Mark, you walk in the window by yourself, and you say, I would like a ticket for myself. It's all good. But we were sitting in the theater, and they came in, and they said, it's time to go. We've got a tornado. Everybody into the shelter in the wow. mall, which is like an interior corridor. And we waited, and, and actually, we didn't wait all that long, and then they said, you can go. It didn't touch down um, where we were. It moved to the uh, the east of us. So, so we everyone, were, everybody's we were okay. Scared. Everybody's okay. Okay. And then we were in we were in Paducah, Kentucky, which is the cutest little, little town ever. Uh-huh. And as soon as we left, the next day they had a, like, a big flood, and I was like, "What are we? You know, we're just we're tooling through and creating havoc everywhere we go." Mark. So you're like you're like a biblical plague that's rolling around the we country. We are a biblical plague. Make sure you go <laughs> see them, folks. Menopause the musical. See them or you'll die. <laughs> or bedroom will ensue in your town. Uh, what else? Do you, have, do, you, do you like the girls that you're traveling with? Very much. Great group. Great group of gals. We all get along. We all have a great time. You know, and then on this next tour, um, I'm hoping it's the same group, but I don't know at this point if it is or not. And um, so it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. And, yeah, but there, you know, we all get along. It's, um, you know, we, we get, we see each other at our, best and our worst because mm-hmm. you know we're just with each other all the time and um Can you, you know like our soap the gal that plays the soaps are always comes to the van completely quaffed with her makeup and looking gorgeous and i come into the van with you know my mouth guard on from my, my snoring mouth guard <laughs> looking like bronco nagurski um <laughs> do you have any travel tips for road tripping because you you do do this on the road right you don't fly most of the places I do we, we mostly do it on the road um uh you know charge your phone before you get in the van and play words with friends. <laughs> that's it. That's what I do. A lot of words with friends. Um, I also read. I can read in the van. A lot of people can't. Uh-huh. So I have a very nice little travel light that um, that I hook to my book. So I have a travel light. Uh-huh. I always travel with. This is like so like the homemaker of me, but I always travel with one of those snappable um, plastic containers. And my own silverware. I have my own can opener. I have, you know, I have all that, so that when we are we do stop, it's not an issue because we carry a lot of our own food with us. I know. like your own silverware type of thing. Yeah, like and, and, and the, the, the snappable, uh, microwavable plastic container I use for cereal, or I can put something in it and then I can, you know, I can microwave it if you've got. That one is that's fascinating. Yes. So how does it work? The lid just Which snaps is, on? That's I, we fascinating. We are not going to talk about Tupperware. I've never heard Listen, that before. I have, I have one question. Megan, I have one what question. You, you, yeah, you talked to me about Kaya Toast. I want to hear about oh. that trip and about the deliciousness of Kaya Toast and what it is, because a lot of people don't know. And I didn't know until a couple of years ago when I went to um, the restaurant um, Street, 
by Susan Fender uh-huh. that serves yeah, yeah. street food from all over the world. And I tried this incredible, delicious, heart attack causing. It's not oh, a like, dessert. It's not. A, is it a breakfast? I don't know what it is. Can you tell you, me about you your about trip? The, you're talking about the thick bread? The, yes. What was it called? Kaya toast? You told me it Kaya was toast. a Saigon or or yeah yeah no it was in Malaysia that I had it. Oh, it was uh, so um, I went to I did Mal- I did um, menopause in Malaysia in Kuala Lumpur and I also did it in Singapore. They would have this toast. Oh my god! So one of the gals in our cast bought a toaster specifically so she could toast it. And when she would toast it from her room, literally you could smell it all over the, the floor but, of the hotel. Tell us what it is. I'm clamoring to her room. Tell the people it's what a, it is. It sounds like they could camp and actually go to Bonnaroo. They've got a toaster and they've got their own private cellar. <laughs> That's a uh, traveling yeah, circus. Okay, you know what? Let me explain to you what this thing is. Okay. I don't know so if it's... it's very, just, what a toaster like is? A I know sweet, what a toaster is. It's like a sweet bread. It's a thick slab of bread. My mouth's watering. Um... That is kind of sweet, and it's. It has a very uh, distinctive uh, taste. It it's it reminds me of sourdough, but sweet. You and know, I don't. It's not sourdoughy to me. It's more like it's kind of like a piece of French toast without the egg on it. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, so it's delicious. So I, Kaya yeah. toast. When I had about. it over here yeah, at, um, at this restaurant in Los Angeles called Street. Yes, <laughs> when I had it over here, it's two pieces of bread with coconut jam and Ooh. it's they they fry an egg next to it with um soy sauce and white cracked pepper and what you're supposed to do you get these two pieces of bread oh. with coconut jam and you dip it into the egg and the soy sauce and you bite into it and it is wow i mean you can only eat it every so often because it it's will so give you a heart attack rich. it will clog your veins we, but it is my mouth it. is watering too Oh my God! When we ate it, we would just have a slice of it, toast it, and put butter on it. And and I mean, it was like a dessert. It's like a dessert bread. It's so what, good. No egg, no egg and coconut. The coconut no, really makes it for we, me. We were we were uh, we didn't have that. Nope. Were you we famous? Had, uh, had people seen A League of Their Own, the film in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia? Were you were you a famous movie no, star there? I don't. No, I was not a famous movie star. But they did treat us like royalty. Mm. We got the, the the really the deluxe accommodation, the whole. Um, um, they, however, they did not have a jacuzzi oh. for the women. Well, of course not. Very disconcerting. That, that's a good it's, it's a it's a, um, a Muslim country, and everything sort of geared to men. But they had this like this three dimensional cardboard cutout thing. Come to the jacuzzi. Come to the jacuzzi. Make an appointment. So you know, we call, make an appointment, and they're like, uh, one moment, please. Oh, and wow. then so, yeah, and then that does sound like fun, though. That does sound like fun, sitting in a hot tub with a bunch of crazy Arab guys. That sounds like fun. <laughs> um, well, and, and as you know, in the Quran, Allah specifically says women cannot go into hot tubs. The water must be cold. <laughs> it's women are, you know, it's they in had, the Quran. They, they, had, they had bathing suit signs, You're gonna lose you know, like international signs that would say, like, don't listen. swim in your burqa. Uh, Swim in this attire, and it looked like a scuba outfit. Uh-huh. Like, basically, the burqa without the the capy thing that goes over, like just, oh you know, God. all the way down to your beyond your ankle. Yeah, it was crazy. That's sexy. So you didn't get recognized there, but I'm sure you must get recognized other places. Were you ever recognized? I don't know in a grocery store. 
Oh, yeah, I did recognize, I got recognized in the grocery store once. I was walking, I came in the grocery store, and this woman from the produce sec- section yelled, Hey, you're having menopause! I was like, the musical, hello! I was so embarrassed. And you're having menopause! The musical! Someone will come to me and go, You're that actress, aren't you? And I'm sitting there talking about a league of their own. Uh-huh. And I go, Yeah, Marla, and they go, no, menopause. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask, but I'm putting my nose. Oh, dear. So for people that want to see you, they can go to menopausethemusical.com and they can look at the schedule. You're traveling out east this summer. Which, Correct. Which stinks because you won't be around here to hang out with us. But uh, I know. You know what you'll have to do? You'll have to call in from the road. And we could do some remotes with you. Maybe when you get to Boston, because that's a great food city. Mm, Great comedy city, too. We're not going to Boston per se. We're going to sort of a suburb of Boston. I've never been to Boston in my whole life. Oh, geez. There's tons of Irish people there. They're going to love you. I know. I'm a total Irish person, and I've never been there. But um, um, we're going to, uh, um, let's see, we're going to uh, Massachusetts. We're going to Concord. We're going to New Bedford. I think it's just it's outside like of the British Boston. Army. You're hitting all the spots. <laughs> well, we're Megan, going we're going to gonna, we're gonna yeah. miss you. We, we love you. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. Yay. You're Thanks for having me. Big famous You're movie awesome. star and the singing and dancing sensation of from Menopause. The musical. That's Megan Cavanaugh. Awesome. Thanks, Meg. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, guys. Take bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye. There she goes. There in the moonlight. Under the stars. I tell you, what a sweetheart. She is. Um, and, you know, we didn't talk. Megan is also uh, my wife, wife. My cartoon wife on Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. She plays Judy and I play Hugh. She's uh, hilarious. As I said, I'm going to say top three. Top three funniest top three. girls ever. Um, and uh, look for her this summer in Menopause the, the musical. musical. So it's summer. Road trips, traveling. What do you do if you have a pet? We have a dog. We have a dog named Nola. And luckily, we have friends that can come and house sit for us. And they house sit. And we're very thankful for that. And we try and bring them presents and thank them. And they're happy to be in our house. And it works out great. But not everyone's that lucky. You know, what do you do if you want to go on the road and you don't have people that can house sit for you? Um, well, you have a lot of Are there of websites? Options. There are absolutely a lot of websites. Right now, I think nowadays... Everything is pet friendly. You can take your pet with you in the car. There's restaurants that will um, let the pet be there and bring you water. There's restaurants for pets. No. Yes, there are. Specifically for pets? Yes. Uh, I know that in Florida, there was one restaurant. I think that one closed. You have to look in your area, see where your pet restaurant is. But everything is pet friendly. Palm Springs is completely pet friendly. Los Angeles is pet friendly. Um, As long as you have an outside area, you can bring your pet with you everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, when you travel, you have to be very careful if you want to bring your pet with you on a plane. I would never tell a, I would never carry a dog on cargo. That no. is a horrible thing to do. I, I would never advise anybody to do that. We know There's several people that work stories. for the airlines and uh, they try very hard to keep the dog but, safe, but it gets very cold and uh, 
And if bad they, things if they, happen, you know, you have to be so specific. You have to tell the crew. You have to make sure the pilot knows so that he doesn't turn off the temperature control in cargo. The pet can come out of there frozen. That's, they can. My get dad was at the attacks. airport at O'Hare once, and they a dog thing came out, and they opened the gate, and the dog oh, was literally frozen like a popsicle. Even, you know what? There's tons of horror stories. I would never advise. Just don't that. do it. It's crazy. Well, but if you if you do need to travel with your pet and your pet, um, hopefully it's a small pet that can stay with you. There's um, all the all the airlines right now allow pets for a fee to go on top of the um, next to the seat like under the feet you can have your carrier you know that you have to go through certain steps you have to have for some airlines check the airline first and see what the airline says but for a fee you bring in your certificate that the pet is okay bring in the carrier that is um, allowed by the airline carrier by the airline um, that you're flying in Mm -hmm. to put the pet under the feet area and don't take him out unless the flight attendants are really really nice because a lot of the times I flew with a pet like covered like a baby. You just cover the head. They don't know. People don't care. People don't know. Um, and the fees can range from $50 each way to $200 um, domestic mm-hmm. or up to like $300 international. But be careful with that because you don't want to quarantine your pet. So always do all your research and call the airline and make sure you get everything down before you do that. It's doable, but you do have to prepare because lots of times, even if you go to Hawaii, I think, there's a there's a quarantine. You're, yeah, so your pet has to sit in horrendous. quarantine for six weeks that. or something like that. You don't know what's going to happen. The so flying is upset. difficult. It's doable, but mm-hmm. difficult. Let's there's talk also, about hotels. Hotels, there's dog-friendly hotels everywhere. Are there, I know the Motel 6 is a dog-friendly Marriott, chain. Uh, Hilton. I mean, you, it depends where you're going and which hotel. Mm-hmm. There's websites that you can go to PETA.org and take a look at all the tips that they have for traveling with the pets. You can go to dogfriendly.com. You can go to um, dogfriendlyhotels.org. It has a listing of all the hotels in the U.S., and I'm sure that, you know, if, if you go in there, just figure out where you're going, find the dog-friendly hotels, and they have, again, for a fee, the dog can stay with you. Mm-hmm. It ranges from $40 to, depending on the hotels, if, if it's a five-star hotel, they may charge you a lot more, like $150 right. for a pet. Um, when we were doing, uh, we were on an episode of Jeff Lewis's show, the, uh, the uh, what was it called? Oh, the uh, Pretty Woman Hotel. Yeah, but what was the name of the show? The Jeff Lewis's therapy. show? Interior, Interior Therapy. Interior Therapy. So Jeff they Lewis and Jenny Pulos. Love Jenny. So they made over <laughs> they made over our backyard, and at, at some point during the week when they're doing this transition, they send you away to a hotel, and they sent us to the Pretty Woman the Hotel. Pretty Woman Hotel. And we brought our dog. We brought Nola the Weimariner, and she had her own bowl. She had her own leash, her own little tag. They treated she her had, like a queen. Yes, and when we when we walk in, there's this dog bed with a bow, with a registration thing where you 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 tell the hotel people what her likes are, what kind of water she drinks, what kind of food she eats. Um, if she, if something happens, she has a little accident. You just call them up, and they'll come and clean everything. It was so catered. Mm-hmm. She was so pampered. But I mean, this is. The heart of Beverly Hills. It's the yeah. the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. And it's, it was a pet. I'm sure was quite like expensive. $150, yeah. I think. But still, if yeah, you know what? If you're traveling, you want to bring your dog, it's a great thing to do. Yeah. And Especially if you're road tripping. I don't know if they allow her on the bed, but we let her stay on the bed. She loved our big bed. Mm-hmm. She didn't stay in her little bed. Weimariner, she, she's, <laughs> she's spoiled. She's very regal. Yes. But you can go to dogfriendly.com and dogfriendlyhotels.org and take a look at the area where you're going to be staying. And there's tons of hotels everywhere. So much more doable than it was even 10 oh. years ago. So, and it's all over the U.S. Not only you know in California where people are a little more mm-hmm. dog friendly, I would say, mm-hmm. um, but it's all over the U.S. 
People have become, I think, in the past few years, more dog-friendly, more pet-friendly. There's uh, unique hotels that are um, not only for you and your, not only for your pet, but for you, for you to feel how it is to be a pet. Have you ever heard mm -hmm. of La Villa Hamster? No. Well, if you ever wonder what it would be like to be a hamster jogging in a little wheel or drink from a water bottle in a tube, um, in Nantes, France, there's a cute what? little... Nantes? N-A-N-T-E-S? How do you say that? Nantes. Nantes. Okay, Nantes, France. There's this bizarre little cool hotel called La Villa Hamster where you can stay and you can go in a wheel. Humans can go in a wheel and feel like they're hamsters. Who they wants to feel? I don't want to feel like I'm a hamster. They sleep on haystacks. They run in a big metal wheel and they suck water through a tube. Get out of here. You're making this up. You. And you pay you. them for this experience? Yes, it's a hotel. A place called La Villa Hamster, correct? Where you pay them money so that they treat you like a hamster. Well, it's it's. Why French. would anyone do that? It's it's in France, you know. They're oh, odd. it's in France. Well, that explains it. They're odd. The French also, love well, the hamsters. In um, Idaho, there's um. Well, this is not as weird. I mean, you can stay in a hotel that is shaped like a dog. It's called the Dog Bark Park Inn in uh, Cottonwood, Idaho, and it's uh, very bizarre because it's the biggest beagle. There's this big hotel shaped like a beagle, and you enter through the butt. And the head is where the Ironic. kids sleep. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the paying to be treated like a hamster. You actually drink out of the little yes. tube? Yes. In France. I, is this I like promise. a bizarre S&M kind of sex club? I don't think so. I think it's just a hamster thing. Just <laughs> What's it called again? <laughs> La Villa Hamster. Dot com? What's the, what's the web address? Because I would like to... Uh, Check you want to go? Well, I want to. I'm sure people might want to go check it out. <laughs> Is there what you have a web address there? I do not, but I'm sure that if you look at it, I think if you Google La Via Hamster, you'll find it. <laughs> Honey, what do you feel like doing? Let's go to France. Oh my God, that's so romantic. Well, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put you on the hamster wheel. That is sexy. You know, we should have done that for our honeymoon. Go to booking.com. You can find it there. Right. Hotelscombined.com, too. Okay. Uh, so that's what, if you want to bring your pet along with you, that's what you can do. Uh, a lot of people still don't do that. They have to leave the pet at home with a friend or a family member. Mm -hmm. And lots of times that can traumatize pets, we think. Do you think so? Well, it's hard to tell because... It depends who you leave them with. Well, True. Uh, you, if you have a really good friend or a family member that they're used to, that's great. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to leave them, you know, uh, with just uh, an acquaintance. Mm -hmm. And uh, people worry that that can mess up Yeah, and the difference between leaving them psychology. in their own surroundings mm -hmm. in the house right? as opposed to taking them somewhere else or taking them to a pet hotel or taking them to... La Hamster Villa. <laughs> I wonder if that's dog friendly. Well, if you're sleeping on shavings on the floor, why not? The beagle is. Yeah. The beagle is dog friendly. Um, so I, I was wondering if that messes with their mind and if it freaks them out. And there's no way to, hmm. for me to talk to a pet, but we found someone that can. And she's on the show right now. This is Patrice Ryan, the pet psychic. Patrice Ryan, the pet psychic. <laughs> we were just talking, Patrice, on the air. Yenny found a place in France called La Via Hamster where you can go and live like a hamster. 
in a hotel. You can live like a hamster? Yes. Explain it to her. Well, it's a hotel for people that you get to go in and it's a cage and it, you run in a, well, it's a hotel room, but you run in a little wheel and you can drink water from a water bottle and you sleep in a haystack. Who wouldn't want to pay for that, right? <laughs> wow. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> right? You think When you think of a vacation in France, that's the romantic image that comes into your head, right? Sucking from a oh, metal yeah. tube. And- I think it's fun. I want to hang out in one of those um, circle balls. That run around. That can be arranged. <laughs> I wouldn't brag about that, Yenny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patrice, we're talking about uh, summer vacations. People are going to be traveling a lot. And w- what do people with pets do? That we, we just discussed there are ways that people can take the pets with them. But what, do you ha- what if you have to leave the pet at home with someone else? Does that mess with pets? And if so, how do you know? What's the best way what- to handle that? The best way to handle it, when clients call me, especially when they're going to travel and not be able to take their pet, they want their pet, their pet to be, like, taken care of the best way possible. Sure. So they'll hire, like, pet sitters or they'll take them to, like, a pet hotel. Um, but either way, they want their pet to be on vacation while they're on vacation. Yeah. you want to, Everyone loves their pets and you want to take care of them. So, yeah. I- so they want to be able to, like, go and enjoy their vacation and know that their pet is okay here. So... so Usually what they do is they find a pet sitter or someone like a family member or a friend to come stay with their pet at their house. So the best the best scenario is keep the pet in the familiar surroundings of their own home, right? Um, typically, because, well, yeah, but then there's some pets, like a few dogs, you know, that actually love to go like on their vacation to like a dog hotel mm-hmm. where they can get a lot of interaction. But typically they really want to keep it in the family. Okay, so now you say dogs like to go, and you're not to do certain things, and you're not just talking out of your ass. You actually, you can talk to animals. Yeah, I communicate with animals what they want the people to know and what the people want the pets to know. How? Now, I know this sounds crazy, folks, but uh, we've known Patrice for a while, and I would say, based on my scientific observation of her doing it, that there is some sort of communication going on between the two of them. Can you tell us a short, succinct story that would convince people that you're just either not A, crazy, or B, totally full of shit? <laughs> well, the crazy Because, right, I mean, when you say... Or deny. Yeah, don't... <laughs> I mean, when you say that you're a peck psychic, I'm sure a lot of people just kind of roll their eyes and go, yeah, sure you are. How, how... Have you had any experiences that proved to your clients that you were, in fact, communicating complex thoughts to their pets? Yeah, on a daily basis. Tell me a good one, a juicy one. Ah, uh, a juicy one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let me see. There was a really funny story about a client who had a pet, had a Japanese fighting fish, who uh, did, who like saw her naked walking through her house. <laughs> <laughs> so you go among other things. <laughs> wait, so you went over to the person's house. And the Japanese fighting fish told you that the fish was watching the human naked and having sex. No, I didn't actually go to her house. Um, I had just, I met her through another friend and we were out and she was talking about her fish. And I, you know, she said, can you tell me anything about my fish, Max? And I'm, so I could see from like Max's point of view. And I said, well, you've changed his food, which makes his water really cloudy. And also moved the position of where his ball is. He doesn't have a panoramic view of your house now. And so she said, yeah, I've changed his food, and I moved him somewhere else 
where I thought you'd have a better view, but okay. And then, and then I saw like this flesh tone blur walk by and I said, do you walk around your apartment naked? And she's like, yeah, like I live alone. And then all of a sudden she's like, wait a minute, did you just see me naked? <laughs> and I'm like, well, not exactly. <laughs> From Max's point of view and considering his water was really cloudy, I only saw a flesh tone blur walk by. <laughs> So, so she's like, oh, my God. So she's like, I'm never going to walk around my house naked again. So do dogs, dogs and cats watch their owners getting it on? Yeah. I had a client. I went to go visit her on a set somewhere, and I was, you know, tuning into her dog that she had with her. And when I, you know, I was looking away from her as I was tuning in. I was just really tapping in on what her dog was seeing. And I said, there's something like when you go to bed at night, like, all of a sudden you start moving around a lot, and then, like, you kick the dog off the bed i'm like she's not sure why you do that and i look up at the girl and she's sitting in the chair and she's kind of slouched or looking at me like with like these basset hound eyes like well when my boyfriend and i are like you know we <laughs> kick her off the bed <laughs> i'm like i'm so glad i have my own filter because i didn't see any of that nor do I want to. But thanks for sharing. So the answer to the eternal question, are your pets watching you get it on, is a resounding yes. yes. That's yeah. disturbing. Do they understand? Did the dog understand that the humans were actually getting it on or they, they were just they were just making ruckus? Well, the pet, she didn't really understand what was going on and why she was getting kicked off the bed. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, pets typically, they visit the owners in the bathroom and also when... You know, couples are kind of busy in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's just basic animal instincts. Sure. They're hearing the noises. They want to know what's going on in both situations. Yeah, they're like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> How did you discover that you actually uh, are a pet psychic? Oh, my gosh. Like my whole life. I knew our house was haunted, and then I thought it was totally normal to communicate with pets. Sure. Yeah. And didn't you, you didn't realize that all your friends were unable to communicate with pets? Yeah, when I started, you know, explaining to, like, the pet owners, like, the parents, where when I was little, I'm like, you know, the dog really doesn't like it when you gave the puppies away. She's really sad. And then, you know, that, you know, her back really hurts her. And I remember this woman, Hazel, just looking at me like, she had, like, no words. She just gave me this look and kind of walked away. I'm like, Well, it is pretty strange to find yeah, out. Yeah, I'm like, I... I don't think anyone else is really kind of getting this right now. <laughs> Maybe I should stop telling people. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to keep you away from our dog now because she sleeps in the bedroom with us. Oh, yeah. I don't want to know anything about that. Yeah, but no, no, no. We <laughs> kick her out, too. But you know what? She Good. understands. Even when I go to the restroom and she's kind of following me, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Go away. And she walks away. Well, that's because we have, I mean, I can barely understand your accent sometimes. Our dog must be very smart. <laughs> Or maybe she hears running water. What did she say? She talks so fast. So as long as you got a pet sitter in your own house, it's the dog doesn't freak out. Do the dogs understand that you're going away on vacation, that you're coming back? Or do, when you walk out the door with your with your with your bags, do they just think you're never coming back? Because I noticed Nola, our dog, when I bring out my suitcase, she gets, she gets all mopey. Oh, yeah. I mean, they know. They understand you better than, like, people typically give them credit for. So, like, they see luggage or they see a leash. Dude, they know what's up. Right. So the 
the biggest thing is not to feel bad about anything. I mean, you guys are pet lovers. People love your pets. There's nothing to feel bad about. So make it sound like, dude, when we're not here on vacation, you are going to party. You're going to get treats that you don't get when we're here. You know, we're going to have Patrice Ryan come over. The pet psychic can talk to you and, you know, you guys can dish. I mean, like, there's nothing to feel bad about. Now, you live make in... Make it fun. Obviously, you live in Southern California. Do you yes. do pet readings for people around the country? Like, can someone in Boston call you up and can you dial into the pet mentally from a distance or they have to be right there in front of you? You are so psychic. <laughs> Yes, uh, I actually just had a client from Boston called me a couple hours ago. Yes, um, I know, Mark, you are so scary right now. I know. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I have clients all over the world. I have them, you know, Europe and all across the United States, and I just tune into them like a radio station. You call me, and this is your pet's name, and I tune into them. I communicate what you want them to know, and then the pets, you know, usually have a couple words for their owners as well. So people call you from Europe to ask you questions about their, what their pets are thinking, and you give them answers. Yeah. And You're what, good. <laughs> it, and, and how do you charge people? Do you charge them by the nugget? Do you charge for your time? Is it like a psychiatrist? How does it work? Well, I charge by time. So I do an hour session. And, you know, I get a lot in in an hour. I mean, time goes by really fast when yeah. they try to keep me on the phone longer. Uh-huh. Can, are, you, yeah. are you a person psychic, too? Do you pick up people stuff, or your, your wavelength is, is, is focused on just animals? Well, you know, the reading starts out about the pet, but ends up about the people. Mm. So, yeah, I read people, too, but pets are just typically more fun. <laughs> Who are generally nicer? Pets or humans? I can answer that. <laughs> I think we all might know the answer to that. Okay, let's see how psychic we are. I'm going to say the, the animals. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have an agenda, right? Yeah, and dogs are probably nicer than cats, right? Oh, totally. They I'm, have more love. There. I'm not a psychic, easy. but I know that. Oh, oh come on. Cats, hey. are, cats are manipulative, egomaniacal Take over the world. Creatures. Creatures. They certainly, hey. they're, they're lovable creatures, I know. I don't want to get any nasty fan no, mail. They, they, they love you when they want to love you. Yeah. Dogs just love you. Right. You know, I have both. I treat my cats like dogs. Right. So, Which is what know. every cat lady says. <laughs> How many cats do you have, Patrice? <laughs> I have a couple. Couple? Just so you two? Have, you have two? Yeah. You have two cats, only two cats. Let's not get particular here. <laughs> you know, there's one that lives in the closet, so she can be an additional. Okay. She's happy there. Well, you should get it's her good. out of the closet. Just let her be who she, she wants to be. She comes out of the closet. All right. So yeah. the bottom line is leaving for your vacation doesn't have to mess up your pet. If you take care of them, if you get... What if you can't afford to have someone come in and house it for you and you have to leave them in a kennel? Is there a way to mentally prepare them for that? You know, do what you can. You know, bring them some stuff from home. You know, try to pick, like, a fun kennel. Or at least send, like, a friend or someone to go visit them every day. Someone they so know. So they have, like, a familiar face. Uh-huh. But, like, really just try to think juvenile. Just think like they're preschoolers. Send them with, like, a box lunch, some toys, some pictures that you drew, some love notes. You know. So you're supposed And put on some fun music. You're supposed it's all to- good. You should draw pictures for your dog before you leave town? 
totally. You're, seriously? Yeah, why not? Would you draw pictures of dogs, stick figures? Do you have to be a good artist? You know, you can use some crayons, some glitter, some markers, and just, you know, draw hearts, like how much you love them. Yeah. You know I what mean, I used to do? you don't have to be like Picasso. You know what I used to do? I used to get a, something that, you know, like a piece of clothing that I wore, like a, a T-shirt. Well, that, that I, I get because they smell it. They smell it. Well, so, what, yeah. is, is it like a doggy fridge they're going to put these pictures up on? Well, you can bring your own frames, I'm sure. Post okay. it up. Put it under their bed. Like, bring them a little blanket. You know, do something a little nice for them. And then you should certainly bring them a prize for yeah, when you came back, back from vacation. Right. Like, like a dead my mouse parents left on vacation. All I got was a stupid t shirt. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> dude, bring them something. Be excited about it. All right. Well, there you go. That's probably more than anyone knew about traveling with or without your pets. Now, if people want to contact you, Patrice, to get a reading or to find out what kind of drawing they should make for their cat before they go out of town for the weekend, <laughs> how can people find you? Uh, PatriceRyan.com. Patrice, it's spelled like Pat Rice, isn't it? Yeah, you finally call me Pat Rice. Yes, I so, do finally yeah. call you that. <laughs> so that's it's an easy way to remember, patrice.com. Patrice.com. No, Pat no, Rice. Patrice Ryan. Pat Rice Ryan. Pat, That'll get to me too. PatRiceRyan.com. She is the pet psychic. She can help you allay your fears about traveling without your pets and uh, make the summer more enjoyable for both you and all your animals. Absolutely. Patrice, thanks so much for joining us on Fork on the Road. Thank Mark and Yeti. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. See, I would have never thought of drawing pictures for your animals. Let's try that. I like giving them a piece of clothing of, you know, a T-shirt that I wore so that they smell me. And then you do bring them back something and they get all excited. Right. So they know you're coming back with something. What I understand is how would the, I mean, unless the dog watches you draw it. How do they know that you're just not giving them like a, you know, something you ripped out of a newspaper? Maybe you're touching it and your smell gets in the paper. I don't know. That, yeah, that's a little. I could just picture Nola laying back and going, mm, I've seen better art. It's so <laughs> two-dimensional. It is not inspired. No, she's laying whatsoever. back thinking, you better bring me something nice back. Well, that about wraps up our show. We've, uh, we've talked about Bonnaroo, which is this weekend, just mm-hmm. south of Nashville. You can go to Bonnaroo.com and find out more about that. you got to like camping and getting all dusty and dirty and muddy and yes. music. You will not see me there. No, you won't, but it's a great, fun event. Uh, you might want to check that out. Also, Menopause the Musical is traveling all over the country this summer, starring movie star and uh, comedian and a good friend of ours, Megan Cavanaugh. You can uh, go to menopause.com and find out when they're coming to your town. It's a great show. If you want to take your mom or your grandmother or your sisters, it's, it's definitely it's a show for the ladies. The guys can survive it, but it's definitely a show for the ladies. It was fun. I liked it. I didn't get a lot of the jokes. I laughed. Well, actually, no. I got probably 80% of the jokes. That's great. I laughed. I laughed all the way through the show, but I, I, I was laughing at jokes that I don't like a dog. I was hearing <laughs> jokes that no one else heard. Uh, and then uh, Patrice Ryan shared uh, some information about traveling with pets or without pets. And you can find her at patriceryan.com. That wraps up our show. So if you want to enter our contest, it's very simple. How do they do it, Traveling Diva? You go to Twitter or Twitter and um, tweet at Mark DiCarlo. Hashtag a fork on the road. Let us know the names of the people that were our guests. So this time around is only two. 
Patrice Ryan, mm-hmm. and Megan Kavanaugh. But we'll take Megan or Meg. Or Pat, Pat Rice. Rice. Exactly. Just send their names to us at, that, uh, at Mark DiCarlo. Hashtag, hashtag a fork, a fork on, the road, on the road, and you'll be automatically entered into a drawing that we're going to do over the 4th of July, and someone is going to win an underwater camcorder, an 850W model from Vivitar. So and hurry up, because 4th of July is around the corner. It is around the corner. It's already the middle of June. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, next to me is the lovely and talented Yenny Alvarez. I'm Mark DiCarlo, and we will see you... On the road. And we'll add a fork at the road. Add a fork on the road. Right, it's the name of the show. Okay. You just ruined it. Mm. You know what? I'm not going to draw any pictures for you today. <laughs> oh, we're done.